Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, we can see him in his basement. Right, Castle. Look at that. You can't see us, but we can see you. You look. Uh, you were I, think, like, uh, uh, I think that's a win for everyone involved. You look really nice yeah. today. You put on a, a button-up shirt. What's going on? I did. I decided, you know, it, every now and again, uh, when you work from home, it feels nice to put clothes on. Okay. No, so, no, so, no so, joke. So, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I do. I put on pants and everything and, and with just, nowhere to go. It's just, 80 just to degrees. Mix it up. And now you have the button up buttoned all the way up. Oh, but look, it's, oh, it's a short sleeve. Oh, right. I, right. I have nothing on underneath. Oh, baby. thank you for so, that. For great. the nipple shot. So yeah. I guess and I'm, also, uh, uh, I'm also wearing wearing shorts and uh, tube socks with flip flops. <laughs> I mean, it's very summery. It's, sweet, a, it's sweet. a summery look. Well, speaking of uh, summer, uh, summer is officially here. And uh, you had a dream the other night that we did a sit and spin about jump songs. So just for everyone listening at home, typically we will have a conversation about sit and spin and everyone will start throwing out song titles that fit whatever theme we're throwing around that day. And that was the dream I had. We were kicking around jump songs for sit and spin. It literally came to me in a dream. So I thought this week we've got to do it. What does it mean, Freud? I always love when <laughs> you know after a hard day of work that my subconscious takes the time to have me work more. <laughs> thank right. you thank yeah. you brain so were you jumping you know, off a cliff or i what? think it's because we're not spending a lot of time together and my brain misses some of you okay <laughs> some right. of some i understand <laughs> well it is the summer season the blood's flowing finally the sun's out maybe people can yeah. get their uh, blood moving with some jump songs so uh today we have for you 10 songs to jump to on sit and spin Man, if that doesn't sound like my misspent youth, <laughs> jump in the fire. You ever uh, jump in a fire on a on a bet? Camping uh, or anything like that? Probably. Yeah, I've probably f- fallen into one or two in my day as well. I've jumped over the fire. What is it with metal bands, man? Jump in a fire, jump on tigers. Like all of this is very ill-advised. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's because they live dangerously. Makes them edgy. These are 10 songs to jump to on Sit and Spin. Nine, number nine. Now, if I recall, the Sugar Hill Gang had 57 members. Uh, something like that. And I think they shout out every single member of the band in this song. Okay. They were competing with Earth, Wind, and Fire for the largest band that is not an orchestra. This is a jump on it. Do you think yeah. it's, you know and what I'm saying? Dude, I have not heard this song in 25 years, and it's just as good as it always was. What do you think it I mean, is? It's so good. I think they're referring to Pennywise from the movie. Oh, it. oh. It's not a trampoline? That's not a... Okay. Right. <laughs> Ten songs to jump to on Sit and Spin. Eight. Number eight. Oh, yeah. Jive well. You know, you have, uh, you know you have some uh, some some music that you definitely do not like, Ryan Castle. I am it's not that I don't like Brian sure. Setzer, 
But that whole big band era thing, that swing thing that came out about you know twenty years ago, whatever, with all this stuff, like I hated the stray cats yes. and all that crap. Yeah. Uh, this was included in that. Can't stand it. Oh, for sure. So yeah. Brian Setzer had been around for a long time, but he definitely rode the wave of that resurgence for whatever. Well, I don't Stray know why cats. people started putting on zoot suits again. Does and that count as the ska? Hair. No. I mean, this is no. Ska is a little more reggae influenced, a little angrier. I guess the best way to put it, like ska is if reggae people were pissed instead of stoned. This right, is it's like reggae dance. meets punk rock. Yeah. Right, if you, you took weed away from reggae, it would be ska. <laughs> <laughs> Ten songs to jump to. I'm sitting spin. Seven, number seven. the past away with you from that ledge, my friend. Okay, it's a little dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't want to jump to this. Jump, okay, jump in the fire is a little dark, sure. Jump on it, <laughs> fun. Jump, dive, and whale, good times. Jumper from Third Eye Blind, not fun. No, at all. no, this does not go through the fun filter. I would rather jump in the fire. <laughs> all of these fun jump songs, then Third exactly. Eye Blind comes in and just ruins the party. Oh, man. Just right in the punch bowl. Ten songs to jump to. <laughs> on Sit and Spin. Six. Number six. I came to get down. All right. I came to get down. So get down to seat and jump around. Jump around. Jump around. Half of the song is about them kicking your ass, and you still love it. I know. <laughs> that song was so big. True. So far, I'd have to say Cypress Hill, Joe, I'd like to jump with most. Ten songs to jump to on Second Spin. Five, number five. So coincidentally, <laughs> yesterday, uh, I was listening to the new Rolling Stones song, Crisscross, and it made me think of this Crisscross and the song Jump. Yeah, they were definitely, uh, this was the height of the career. Yeah. The this beginning like, of it uh, was the height. This was right <laughs> before the Fat Boys got popular. Ten songs to jump to on Sit and Spin. Four, number four. I don't think she means love. It makes me feel like I'm like a little kid in a car in the back seat, and this song's just on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like the credits are rolling in an 80s movie. Yeah, Chevy right. Chase is driving that car for sure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, Ten songs still, to... Uh, third, Eye, third Eye Blind, odd song out. Yes, yes, so far, so far. We made it to number three. Three, number three. My girl's name is Sonora. I tell you, friends, I adore her. And when she dances, oh, brother... She's a hurricane in all kinds of weather. Jump in the line, rock your body and time. All right. I believe yeah. you jump in the line, rock your body and time. Okay, I believe you jump in the line. Okay. Uh, from everyone's favorite Beetlejuice, Harry Belafonte. <laughs> That's a good one. These are 10 songs to jump to. I'm Tim Spence. Number two. Got a big fat ass. What is this about? Is it really a guy named Jumpin' Jack Flash? Yes, and his big fat ass. I think it's real just Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. He was the excited the guy. original cut. <laughs> Ten songs to jump to on Sit and Spin. We've made it to number one. One, number one. Can't you see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell. I just well jump. If you get a chance, check out uh, David Lee Ross' interview in the New York Times. 
uh, just out today. He is still absolutely gone. He is out there. He is David Lee Roth. Boozy, boozy, bop. Zitty bop. Up in the cybersphere of the world, man. I'm trying to create this art and upload it, man. It's not I, David Lee Roth. I sound like Macho Man. It's L. Roth. <laughs> Remember, he's changed his name. L. Roth. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Hello, Willie. <laughs> Welcome Hello. to the men's Hello, room. Hello, what's up? Hola. Hola. So, uh, high school, um, last day of school on a Friday, running through the parking lot, see my friend's car, and I'm going to jump onto the back of his car. I jump onto the back of his car, plant a foot, and he hits the gas. He didn't see me coming, and he took off, and I went back over right onto my head, landed on the back of my head. Concussion, skull fracture. I was in the hospital and out of it, like coma of sorts for about a week. I come to, and... I didn't even know that you could lose this, but I lost my olfactory. So you can't I smell couldn't, anything? I couldn't smell or taste anything. Is that still there? It came back. It did uh, come back. It took about a year. Say again? It, it did come back. It did, <laughs> it did come back. It, took, came uh, back. it took a year. <laughs> he he eats it. it. He ate it. She eats it. Hey, man, don't, it. if you're a kid, don't listen to anything we're doing English-wise today. This is not working out. We are well. ruining it. We shouldn't even have the jobs exactly. we have. We should just speak but, Spanish. Don ruined it, man. So now wait. If uh, you, you said your sense of smell and taste did come back, one, how long did it take to come back? And two, when it came back, were there any new foods you liked or old foods you started to not like? It took a year. And to be honest, I like almost everything. Okay. <laughs> I really, I mean, uh, the, the, the food is one thing. The, the, the taste of food is one thing, but it's really, it's stuff like, uh, you know, the smell of, uh, you know, say, your girlfriend's hair or smells like, you know, things like that. You know, she food does is have, one uh, thing, yeah. She does have great hair. Did well, you? Yeah. How, oh, I like bald women, dog. When you, when the you smell were, of her scalp. When you were, uh, when smell you, a stubble. Do you remember anything when, they were, when you were in and out of it for a week being in a coma? Was there anything? Do you have any memory of that at all? I kind of remember some friends coming to visit me, and I was really rude to them. I was really kind of a jerk. Um because I just wanted him to leave. Like, I didn't want to see him. So did you know what happened to you is what I'm saying? Like, when you woke up right. after a week, did oh. you understand? Did someone have to say, hey, man, you jumped onto somebody's car, you got thrown off, you hit your head, or were you aware of what had happened? No, they had to explain everything to me. Okay. I didn't remember any of it. Okay, now, during the time that you have no smell, I mean, honestly, God, did you ever just, like, Dutch oven someone, just yeah. fart free? Like, do you become less conscious of farting around other people if you never actually smell it? <laughs> No, that really wasn't my concern. I remember the, uh, I remember friends of mine saying, "Here, drink this. Here, eat this. Here, sh- what, you know, try this." And and it was. Com- I mean, I drank vinegar. Somebody bet me to drink vinegar straight out of a bottle. I did. Mm. I drank vinegar straight out of the bottles. Nothing. It's That's like, not uh, that crazy, man. I drink vinegar. Yeah, but if you can't smell though, it's like trying to sneak one out on an airplane. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like if you try to, and you go, you give it a little test run there, like kind of let the whole deal go. Yeah, but on a plane, I've told you, man, be strategic about it. One, no one can guarantee that it's you if they did not hear you do it. And two, if you're around children. Old people or people of bigger carriage, people will always blame them for it. Mm-hmm. I have farted on many a plane, and, and and it's bad, right? Like, bad to the point I'm trying not to laugh. But I see the other passengers, they get, they get the angry face. I know it sucks, not fair. But they start mean-mugging all of the people I just described. Well, you should mean-mug right away. Oh, I do the same thing. Just there set was up a real guy, quick, like, all right, who did that? There was a flight, basically, from Houston to <laughs> Seattle. I farted this whole flight. It's about four and a half hours. It was just that day, man. 
I'm keeping it quiet, but like they were bad, bad. But there's a real old dude sitting in front of me. And a woman sitting across the aisle from me, like it was bad, right? So the whole flight, she's smelling this. You could tell she's irritated. And she was giving this guy a death stare. So when we met eyes, I just did that thing. You just shake your head real slow, like, that son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. I smell it too. It was me. The worst I hate is when it's in the bar. Because, like, somebody will float one. It'll come by, like, your crew, and you're like, oh, man, who did? But then by the time you get to the other end of the bar, people assume it's your. Right. Like, right. it's us. Right. What, tell, what did you lose? What are you lucky to still have? And uh, what have you kept, body part-wise? 206-421-ROCK. We should write a book for children to let them know other concerns you have when you get older. Well, it's the same thing when you're a child, right? If I'm in the bar and I go, "Oh man, who did that?" It's like whoever smoked it, dealt it, it. right? Exactly. I didn't do it. We're in the night, it's Hello, Riley. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. So I was uh, in the Dominican Republic on my honeymoon, and uh, I woke up on the third day real sick, and we had done some heavy drinking the night before, and I thought I was just super hungover. And it proceeded to get real worse, and I couldn't leave my room for the rest of the trip. I was around the toilet, and I thought I had food poisoning. And uh, I got home, and food poisoning should already ran its course. And I went into the doctors, and they prescribed me with some antibiotic stuff. They thought I had just gotten the bug or the food poisoning also. And so none of that worked. I got worse. And uh, I ended up getting a colonoscopy, and they getting diagnosed with uh, ulcerative colitis. And I battled that for about nine months and ended up getting my whole colon taken out. Was that brought on by something in the Dominican, or was that just what your body was doing at that time? Well, they don't know why we get it. They just think I had it, but it just been laying dormant. And the dirty conditions there might have flared it up. Okay, so you, you, you do well, that. What was your honeymoon? Yeah, so, so you have a uh, you have a bag now that you use the bathroom in. So I had a bag for about a year, and I got uh, I had three uh, ser- series of surgeries, and I'm plumbed back up now. The only downfall um, is I have diarrhea for the rest of my life, but I'm. Are you are you old. still with the same woman? Yes. Now I want you to think about this. This woman loves you, all right? She gets married to you. You have this beautiful honeymoon. You go to the Dominican, and then every day since then, her husband is either pooping in a bag or has diarrhea. Like, she did not know that. Mm-hmm. On the day you said, baby, will you marry me? She said, absolutely, Riley. Take me to the Dominican. And from that day forward, like, sorry, baby, I'm pooping in a bag. I know you didn't know. I didn't know. But thanks for staying yeah, I, by I me. I got food poisoning down there so bad. <laughs> I, mean, I, th- I, th- I thought I was going to die for about 48 hours down there. I spent a night or a day in a hotel room down there just, just sweating I, it out, man. It's like, oh, God. That's a hell of a gift you gave her. Yeah, exactly. This is a great vacation. <laughs> Marry me. <laughs> oh, it'll never stop. Jesus. Every day, for, even when you say for, you know, sick health, whatever, man. Like, you're not thinking that. You're thinking something different. You know, you think like terms of endearment style crap or something where you hold their hands and we go back and forth to the hospital not like, yeah, hey, we got married, another poop in a bag. <laughs> That's something <laughs> like <laughs> nobody signed up for that. No. That is that's quite a deal. God damn. Yeah. I mean, do you keep the bag on when you're making love? <laughs> that's I what I mean. Yeah. Like to uh She's just like, damn it. If you love I, me. Look, we I had a teacher in high school, we gave him a hard time about how baggy his shirts were. Oh, no. And then finally, he's like, all right, you guys want to know why I wear baggy shirts? But same thing, because he had a colostomy bag. Mm-hmm. Right? And we looked like the giant a-hole. <laughs> if you love me, baby, you'll kiss the bag. <laughs> <laughs>
Come on. Go For ahead. better or worse. Let's give it a peck. This is the worst time. <laughs> Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. I slit the sheet daily. I like to sit on slitted sheets. If the sleet is not slit on the sheet, I will not sit diagonally. Three times fast. I slit the sheet daily. I like to sit on slitted sheets, and the sheet is not slit on the sheet. I will not sit diagonally. One. I slit the sheet daily. I like to sit on slitted sheets, and the sheet is not slit on the sheet. I shall not sit diagonally. Two. I slit the sheet daily. I like to sit on sheets. Oh, You Amber herded that right on the sheets. Oh, I like man. the word schlitz. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. you've heard of Schlitz beer. This yeah. is if you have one Schlitz, you well, have a Schlitz. We can't get a near, <laughs> right. and you're reaching for a beer. Grab a Schlitz. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill: The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on Radio.com. Hello, Kristen. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. 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 So I have two lessons. They go hand in hand, and I'll make them really quick. The first one is uh, when I was growing up, if you snitched whatsoever, you in trouble. So if you told uh, on if you told on anybody for any reason, then that was a problem. Yeah. Okay. Uh, whoever messed up, whoever did whatever was bad, would get in trouble, and then you would get in trouble as well with the same exact punishment just for snitching. Okay. Um, and then the second one was the three people you never piss off is your mother, your lawyer, and your bartender. And the, <laughs> the level of importance is always subject to change. Is your Are your parents in the mafia? Um, no. My mom hung out with a lot of uh, motorcycle enthusiasts. Okay. Wow. Right. Oh, okay. Well, there's a, there's a set of rules in place. It yeah, but those, like yeah. those three people, I think, are like, you can piss your dad off. It'll come and go. But like I said, the mom's the one who's going to boo-hoo about your crappy living conditions. Your dad's going to be like, well, that's what you get. Sure. Right? So, I mean. Oh, yeah. And you know what, man? I, I As far as going in, in face-to-face and, and, and making an apology as an adult, probably a handful of times recently that I've done it. Probably, but but it's always a bartender or, or somebody that like, I'm apologizing for. No, <laughs> no I'm not kidding you. I, no, you're I, right. I, more than, I mean, as you, an adult, like, more than they any work, other When person. do they work again? <laughs> You know, I had a buddy who uh, came into town, and he was having a kind of a difficult time, so he was out of his mind, and he was just completely gone. So I had to go back to the bar and go, hey, man, I'm sorry for my buddy. You know what I mean? And, and then I've gone back and gone, I'm sorry for me or whatever. I can't remember the situations. I just know that it's always seemed like, you know, did I tip you enough? Even if it's just I don't remember tipping. You know what I mean? I, I don't remember if yeah, I... Yeah, I had whatever. that one before everything started. I had, I definitely had that one. I had to text two people and was like, hey, did you pay? Right. I don't remember right. paying. Exactly. One, yeah, exactly. One buddy was like, I didn't pay. So then I had to hit a third person up, and they were like, don't sweat it, man. Yeah, I ca- covered it. Like, oh, thank okay. God. Because I thought I just walked right. out. It, as, far, as far as the way my account works, it, it, uh, it'll it show you that you made a transaction. So let's say you went to a bar, had some food, had some beers, and you spent 50 bucks. all right? You right. got one of the fancy accounts that tells you. Yeah, well, you dropped 10. you on the tip. <laughs> but the tip is not reflected in the transaction. Right. So that's extra. Yeah. So they swipe so you the don't card. Know. So you know, you're, you're looking at it going, oh, my God, man. Did I leave a tip last night? I don't even remember signing for this. So I hope to God I did. 
but I don't remember. And then it doesn't show up for like a couple days. You're Mine like, is just if I don't remember paying and it's like a local place where they know you, so they didn't run your card first. That's where that story comes from. And, but Luckily, generally, the third person was right, like, dude, right. don't worry. I, I got it. I found that they're cooler about it because, well, they know you're coming back. They served you. They understand yeah. the circumstance. I think probably about a year and a half ago, but there was a bar. And, I mean, we just got out of control. I don't know what I did or if I did anything, but I remember thinking maybe I had, but you, you just don't know. But I remember I walked in, and uh, one of the bartenders got this huge grin. This one, ha, 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 good to see you, man. It's all good. So <laughs> I was like, I don't, I'm not going to ask any questions. Did you ever figure it out? I'm not going to ask. That is not comforting. He said, it brought me. <laughs> it's all good. He said, it's all good. And I'm like, well, we covered cool. for you. <laughs> yeah, like, whatever. Jesus. <laughs> what rule has been drilled into your head <laughs> and my <laughs> home? 206 421 Rock. Dude, I think I remember that night. Yeah. Dude, when I lived in Belltown, it was pretty regular on like a Sunday afternoon that like people would stop you on the street and go, hey, where is whatever bar? Like, it's across the street there. All right, I got to get in there and apologize. I left my credit card. <laughs> yeah. Like, we've all been well, there, it's a younger, It used to be right, a younger yeah. crowd, too. Sure. So a lot of those people would get thrown out or leave. Or... I'm sorry now. I don't mean to call you that. Uh... <laughs> Hello, Billy. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. So my rule uh, was given to me by my mother, and it's, it's really it's pick your poison, and it comes down to don't mix your narcotics. So if All you're right. going to drink tequila, drink tequila. If you're going to do one type of drug, stick with that. Don't mix it up. Don't mix them in the night, right? Like, go ahead and hit that hit that pipe in the morning. But uh, right, make you know sure that uh, everything's out of your your mom loved you. And Just I will say, make yeah, no mistake I, about that. The, the, and one of the worst, and I would say, you know what? That goes through everything except for, in my mind, the weed filter. But truth be told, I, I going to say marijuana. I yeah. smoke a lot of weed. So it doesn't have the same effect on me. It just kind of either levels me out or brings me down so I can go to sleep or whatever the deal is. But if you are ever with a situation or you're not someone who smokes marijuana on a regular basis or whatever, it always seems like the worst decision that someone can make is they get drunk, they're at a party, and they don't smoke weed. And then they're but now smoke. they're just at that level. Well, you know what? I might just try that for the first time. Good night. Tonight. And then, and if you want to talk about spinning, like, that's yeah, it. That you've that. just set off the worst chain events for that person <laughs> who will never want to be around you. Will never say you always told me smoking weed was fun. You always said I should try it sometime. Not in those situations. Not in those circumstances. This is your rule. That is the wrong time to try it. I think so. Yeah, based no, on personal that is experience. His knowledge. What? That is the knowledge I'm I passing seen you on. You push more weed on drunk people. You did it to me. You did I don't it to even, I don't remember any of this. Yeah. You remember me laying next to a toilet? <laughs> You smoked, though, somewhat regularly. No, I, I, th at that point, I, I mean, I smoked maybe five or six times till I lived with you. <laughs> that sounds terrible, but it's the truth. Mike, go ahead. Miles, the first experience yep, yep. I ever had smoking <laughs> weed was you shoving a pipe into my mouth, and I smoked it. I am coughing and hacking you up were a drunk. lung. No, I was not. See, I that's the had difference. A sip. I had that's had what a I'm sip. saying. As long as you have, if you are drunk first, right? Then it's going to just go to hell in a handbag really Look, quick. You are right, but also you're the one I see do this to people the most. Miles, you handed yeah. me a beer and said this will make you feel better. I don't have, have friends this. anymore, so it'll never happen. It's it a thick beer too. <laughs> Damn what it! Was, what was it? I forget. I don't know. It was some label I had never seen before, but it tasted like weeds. 
<laughs> it was hoppy as hell. It, was it tasted like, like weed. Like <laughs> Some <laughs> IPA. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> right, and I spewed it all over like, VD. Like, like, I'm just saying, don't get high for the first time if you're drunk. That's all I'm saying. In other words. No, right. You are, again, you are 100% correct. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm, just, I'm not the best person by example. I understand <laughs> that. I have theories based on all kinds of things. A lot of them are because they're my fault. So, like, you know what I mean? It's Never like, push an old woman out of a moving right. vehicle. Never Trip a blind don't guy. Do don't trip a blind guy on a bus. Ain't my rule. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I learned just two weeks ago to make chicken wings at home. You gotta get high. Yes, you do. <laughs> Hell yeah. Why not? Because what if they suck? Then at least you can power through. <laughs> That's. I didn't know if I was gonna mess it up. So I might as well get stoned as hell, man, just in case. Talk oh. about restaurant high because we don't know how good the menu is. <laughs> oh, that's a good call. The taste of disappointment. I do it all the time. I don't know yeah. if that's gonna work out or not. All right, well, well, we're through anyway. All right, Ooh, I guess I can eat it. Oh, it's not that bad. All right. Artisan pizza? Hang on, I'm going to smoke the pie. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be hungry. I used to do it all the time before I ate sushis. I didn't really like it. Right. I just, love it now. Just get stoned. Uh, but I'm like, yeah. like, honey, hang on. i got to get stoned first. <laughs> <laughs> then get a shrimp and pour a roll. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the radio.com app. Random question, question, 206-421-ROCK. Random, 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 random. Hello, random, Justin. Random, Welcome random, to the men's room. Hello, gentlemen. Hola. Justin, do you want a random question, question, or do you want one of the most common, tough-to-answer questions that kids ask? You know, I got a one-year-old, so I got to answer it eventually, so let's go with the kid question. Okay. Dad, I'm, uh, I'm six. Dad, where do babies come from? I don't understand, Dad, but where does it physically come from? But that's uh, funny, Dad, if I'm old enough to get it. Oh, uh, well, when a mommy and a daddy love each other very much, they hug each other aggressively, and then nine months later, you, you popped up. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'll go hug my friend down the street. But see, that's an easy question to answer because they're not specific. You say, well, I mean, you see women and the, the bellies of the baby. The one day the baby climbs out. Now, any follow-up questions after that, that's to say, hey, you know what? Go ask your mother. Okay. All right. I got another one. Uh, I, I, got a, I got another one for you. You ready? Oh, yeah. Is the tooth fairy real, Dad? And what does she do with all those teeth that she gets every night? Well, from what I can remember, it's a like it's a German thing where, or something like that, where they like take the teeth and eat them. But other than that, yeah, I think it's real. Okay, all right. And how much would the tooth fairy leave in your world? Well, I got freaking twenty-five cents, but due to inflation, your app is probably getting like a buck. Times have changed. What yeah. I would say is, when your kid starts teething or whatever the hell it is. You want to start keeping that change in a jar. Because otherwise, as I've explained to my kids, well, uh, the tooth fairy, oddly enough, smokes. And when your tooth came out and you told me at 2 o'clock this morning, mm -hmm. I had to let the tooth fairy know. And then the tooth fairy had to go to 7-Eleven to break the 20. Yeah. Because the tooth fairy did not feel right. uh, that you the deserve that much money. The tooth fairy does not keep change. That's one thing you need to know about the tooth fairy. Right, tooth fairy does not just have change. I remember, uh, I remember very specifically being very upset because you know the tooth fairy's got an amazing route. That there's a lot of going on out there, and uh, there were a couple times where the tooth fairy forgot, 
Uh, and one time, the tooth fairy forgot to come and take my teeth, uh, my tooth. And I woke up and it was still there. And of course, as a child, you're devastated. You're, you're devastated because somehow <laughs> the tooth fairy forgot. And this was a very traumatic experience for you because this thing's been wiggling for weeks. Mm-hmm. And finally, comes out. You deal with the blood. You realize it wasn't that bad and all that stuff. Then the next time, the tooth fairy explained to me that while the tooth fairy tried to get my tooth, that the tooth fairy accidentally knocked the tooth off of the top part of the bed where my head was, and it fell against the wall. And the tooth fairy looked for about five minutes to find the tooth on the floor, could not locate the tooth in the dark, did not want to turn the light on to wake me up. Sure, sure. But the, the tooth fairy reassured me that uh, I would get the money the next night, uh, which then I lifted my pillow up and said, no, it's right here. The tooth fairy did not forget again. Or the tooth fairy forgot. My, 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 my tooth is right here. And they went, oh, I don't know what happened then. Okay, that's fair. Uh, but I used to get like two bucks. I got chained. Tooth Fairy, a little tighter uh, with me. I, I realize how important and how in-depth the Tooth Fairy is. I never brought the Tooth Fairy up to my kids, so I don't know where they even learned the concept of it, but they're very aware of the Tooth Fairy. And uh, my daughter lost a tooth, and then she physically lost the tooth before she went to bed. She couldn't find it. Oh. And she was crushed. So I said, listen, b- before we go through all this nonsense and all these tears, do yourself a favor. Why don't you write a note to the tooth fairy to let her know uh, I'm missing a tooth. This assaged the situation. Oh, yeah. She wrote a well, note. That, that, that makes sense. Then she struggled to sleep that night because she just wasn't sure that the tooth fairy would know. I assured her. The tooth fairy is very aware of your predicament. Uh, what would make this easier is if you would just stop crying and go to bed. I'm pretty sure the tooth fairy will hook you up. So fast forward <laughs> the next morning. Just trust me. I was getting a little salty about like The tooth fairy knows. The tooth fairy would take care of it, but she woke up the next morning. She was so elated that, yes, the tooth fairy found the note, uh, didn't find the tooth, but left money for her. She thought it was the single greatest moment of her life. Mm. It's amazing. I mean, you, most people don't uh, collect body parts or body things. Oh, not the tooth fairy. Tooth fairy, though. I mean, like, look, I, I, I know for a fact. And that's that not creepy at all. There's, uh, there's, a, there's some place where a lot of my kids' teeth are in a bag. Now, I don't have this bag. I believe the mom has the bag. But I'm, if she you still kept has the bag of teeth? Isn't that kind of weird? I, man? I, I think it's as weird as you think. Yeah, it's I think weird. the fairy just takes them and they leave. Oh, they could leave, yeah, or maybe. I don't know. Maybe they dropped them in the toilet and flushed them down, or just threw them in the dry. I don't know. Yeah, I don't and know. It just seems like does. when people save body parts, it's typically teeth. It's the yeah. only. Uh, it's the only thing that you. And you know what? It's I was the thinking, least disturbing right, of it. All. And I really think like if you're going to get engaged or something like that, if you still have that one tooth. Instead of putting a really nice diamond in there, just take one of those old teeth and put it in a nice setting. You know what I mean? And show the person that you love how much you care. Like, this was mine. Here you go. This you know, used to be in my up, mouth. This is my grandmother's ring. This is the such and such's dress. Blah, 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 blah. This is my tooth. <laughs> <laughs> Will you marry me? You're welcome. Exactly. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. Hello, Papa. <laughs> welcome to the men's room. Papa, Papa, yeah, Papa, oh, Papa. 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 Papa, Papa, come home, <laughs> <laughs> Papa, don't make mommy cry. Oh, Why did you go out for smokes, <laughs> Papa? You never came back, Papa. Are you sober? Not sober? Oh, I'm. Uh, I got a. This is the hardest question of the day for most people. I'm going to try it one more time, Papa. Are you sober or not sober? I'm not sober. Okay, are you going to make it through this? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, Papa. When you do your bung blast, do you want it to smell like a campfire, fresh cut grass, fresh bread, or a cucumber? Uh, cucumber. Cucumber it is. There you go, right. Papa. Okay. Hey, it's pronounced Papaw. Papaw? Papaw. 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 Okay, right. I got you, Papaw. All right, Papaw. <laughs> Can we just I'm call you Dad? <laughs> Papaw, come home. <laughs> Papaw, you miss my Papa. Papaw, you missed my school recital. I feel like I'm guest starring on an Andy Griffith show. All right, Papa. <laughs> Papa, mommy cries at night. <laughs> what? Mommy cries at night because you won't come home, Papa. She says you're living in a trailer with Tina. No. <laughs> no. All right, here's the question. What Ivy League school did Rage Against the Machine guitarist Tom Morello attend? What Ivy League school? Notre Dame. Harvard. 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 Yeah, matter of fact, uh, not that you care. Papal. Papal? Pow-paw. Papal. Papal. But uh, people are giving some crap on uh, on Twitter, right? Mm. About, like, what do you know about political science or whatever it is? Like, well, actually, I have a degree in Har- uh, from Harvard. <laughs> in political science. And they went, so, oh, well, that, well, that was awesome because the guy was like, you, like, I don't need musicians telling me about this and that. And it's like, well, you don't have to be, you don't have to have a law degree or this degree from Harvard to know this. And he dresses the guy down and then goes, by the way, I do have that degree from Harvard. <laughs> from Harvard. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I don't have to. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a pretty good comeback. Right. Though. Well. You're right. You don't have to. But I do have that degree. All right. Your question. How many reindeer, how many reindeer does Santa have, including Rudolph? Uh, seven. Ah, Nine. Nine. Can you name all nine, Mike? Oh, you know Come Dasher on. and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and how do you them? how do you stop there? Really? You yeah. got those? Listen, uh, there you go. Listen, it's actually Donder. The Don, text, the Donder. 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 Yeah, the text will oh, like come if, in. I know. Like that. if I have a dra- uh, dandruff. There you go. Dander. Yeah, his name was Dander. And then and then uh, Rudolph. Yeah. He has all the Christmas snow. Out here feeling like. Blitzton. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to ride, Santa? <laughs> Got that sticky icky Blitzen? <laughs> <laughs> All right, your question. What character killed Captain Ahab? A whale. What is that whale's name? Moby Dick. Okay. Oh, very good. Oh. Nice work. Dude. Not you just any old whale. All right. <laughs> Okay, the game is big down. Do we have somebody ready to go there? Oh, Junior. Hello, Jen. Welcome to the men's room. Oh. Hola, big Hola, Jen. Jen, are you sober or not sober? I'm definitely not sober. Okay. What are you doing over there, Jen? Uh, you know Stoner Jen. Stoner Jen. Oh, you know Stoner Jen. I think we all know also, Stoner Jen. before I answer this poll question, I'm a little sad that... Uh, Steve didn't like my suggestion on the shandy, but to each their own. It's okay. Oh, take your shandy and blow it out your hole. Yeah. <laughs> All right, when you Jen, Jen, I, I'm with you. I, I would have. Hey, yeah. We should have made have a shandy. I have some good suggestions. Just saying, but I'll get back to the drawing board. All right. So. Okay. Jen, when okay. you float a fizzler, what do you want it to smell like? Campfire, fresh cut grass, fresh bread, or a cucumber? Mm, I'm gonna go cucumber. Cucumber. You know what? That would be <laughs> I, that would be appropriate. How? How is that so. appropriate? Well, because if she farted and it smelled like a campfire, I'd be like, dude. 
What if it smelled like a woman's natural cream that she uses, or you know, what I mean, like <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you know, maybe a, a woman's well, well, natural, not cream. the natural, but like you know, like birch bees. Birch bees has cucumber, not the natural cream, but you know, like a lotion, a lotion, a lotion. That is not a natural woman's natural cream. Oh, well, maybe that'd be a good product. Oh, it's gonna haunt me all day. Oh, Would you use it? I've never heard anything described that way. Anything. I got this new one. <laughs> this whole milk in the fridge. It's yeah. from Woman's oh, Natural Cream Dairy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not doing it. <laughs> Breast milk. All right. Wow. Okay. <laughs> what two? What two food particles does Yuck Mouth have stuck in his teeth because he won't brush? Wait, say that one more time. Sorry. What two food particles does Yuck Mouth have stuck in his teeth because he won't brush? Um, lettuce and. That's too healthy for Yuck Mouth. <laughs> He's no. got beef in his teeth. He's got beef and chicken stuck in his teeth. They call me Yuck Mouth because I won't brush. I like my teeth like this. They call me Yuck Mouth because I won't brush. How's about a little kiss? I got some beef in my teeth and some chicken, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's the actual song. I, Ouch, that's I, a cavity. Hey, that's I don't new. Know, I don't know. What, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, he uh, he was like a Saturday morning PSA kind of guy that would pop up to remind children to brush their teeth. That is the song he would sing. And he was proud of the chicken and beef that were still on his teeth. <laughs> Jesus. What? what? What do you think he was eating? Beef and chicken. I know, but I'm saying, like, you think Yuck Mouth took the time to grill up some beef and chicken? Was he having tacos? <laughs> he has two proteins in his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he ordered Chinese. Good call. Right? That's honestly what I'm you thinking. You got a combination. He didn't have time to say, like, I got General Sal's chicken and all that. <laughs> all right. Now, Smokey the Bear, he warns that only you can prevent forest fires. Woodsy Owl says, give a hoot, don't what? Hello? A, oh, boom. There we go. That's don't right. Pollute. Give a hoot. Don't pollute. I forgot about Good Woodsy job, Owl. Jen. You remember him? Oh, yeah. Give I don't know what hoot. happened to him. Don't, don't pollute. Yeah. It was him and the Italian <laughs> guy crying. That's that's those, those two people that didn't want you to no, throw no. litter on the ground. Yeah, it was an Italian dude. You didn't know that? <laughs> Woodsy <laughs> Owl feels like a guy that tries to sell you mushrooms <laughs> at a dead show. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. All right, Michael, we made it to drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve the Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and a uh, comment from one of the listeners says, wait a minute, that turd was found in China. Maybe that's the mold that they use for all the plastic dog ass. Oh, all right. Wouldn't that be something? That would be like a creamy one. Like a- You'd say, hey, man, like you don't realize this, but that turd that they found, they ended up using it as a mold mm-hmm. uh, for a kid's play. It looks thing. like someone t- uh, took uh, and cut off the top of a soft cone uh, ice cream cone. That's the thing. Does it look like the poop emoji is what I keep picturing? You know what I mean? We're I'm picturing like three individual a, logs. It's <laughs> just a trail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he was running to make it somewhere. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, today, we toast technology. Technology can be enlightening, frustrating, liberating, 
confining, beneficial, detrimental, but technology can be many things. But what we like it most is when technology is funny. And in the case of KWOC, Channel 6 News, in Poplar Bluff, Missouri, technology was quite funny when it decided to glitch at just the right moment. Go ahead and take a listen. A Boise, Idaho woman is considered a medical miracle. Laura Esterman was struck by lightning nearly a month ago, and she was considered officially dead. Thankfully, CPR from her mom revived her heart, but she laid in a coma for two weeks, and then she defied all odds and woke up. Well, obviously, there was a problem with that tape. She doesn't really sound like that. She doesn't remember the accident, but the evidence is clear. I am so sorry. Laura's learning to walk again after the lightning burned her legs. And we'll have more on that story and hopefully get that tape fixed for you. I'm telling you, the best part is just watching the anchor try not to burst out laughing. Like, I'm so sorry. Woke up from a coma after getting in my lighting. How does it feel? And her hand moving like all crazy. Oh, man. Uh, Mike, you posted that somewhere, I guess. All right, yeah. So just watch it. You'll enjoy. Uh, but in the meantime, let's drink. We pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitola! Thanks for listening to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Oh, man! A double flush production.